At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. And of course, we have rational thoughts on our show. Welcome. This is Doug Crow with the Author Brand Show. You're going to want to take notes, as we always do, because we've got the best guests on the internet joining us today. And this one's a special near and dear to me because I happen to have his book here. I'll show you in a second. Um, our guest is a licensed attorney in California and Texas. Don't let that scare you away. He's a founder of Brain Consulting, B-R-A-Y-N Consulting. And it's a powerhouse team composed of lawyers, engineers, accountants, who hail from big four and other national consulting firms. And prior to founding Brain in 2010, this guy worked for Deloitte. He's also spent several years doing indigent defense work. His book, Millionaires Went to High School With, proves that you've got a shot, a real shot at the big times, no matter what, no matter where you're growing up, what your background background is, doesn't matter. You don't have to be the football, football, football captain or class president to make your mark. <clears throat> Unsung heroes have a lot to teach us how to make it to the top. So welcome to the show today, Mr. Brady, not brain, but he is, Brady Bryan. Thank you, Doug. It's a pleasure yeah. to be here. Great to have you. So um, big question before we get going here is why should people listen to us today? What do you got to say that's going to make them want to stick around? Look, Doug, every year I have the distinct privilege of learning, meeting, uh, speaking with hundreds of millionaires. Mm -hmm. And um, over, over my lifetime, I've, I've spoken with thousands of millionaires and I ask a lot of questions and I learn a lot of things. Um, and, and just... Just about seven of those stories I was able to capture and put into this book. Um, and I've learned a lot from these folks over the years. And uh, one of the things I've learned is that they're human beings just like you and I. Yeah. Um, in fact, Doug, we probably went to high school with a lot of them. That's right. And, and you know, hence the name of the book, The That's Million right. we Went to High School With. And so, you know, really, and I, I expose these folks and and I want to, you know, dig into them, you know, a little bit more. What makes them tick, and and how they do things. And so they're all they're all different, but there are some uniques among every single mm -hmm. one. Yeah. So that begs the question because there's a lot of books that showcase and try to dissect data from all the successful people out there. You know, Think and Grow Rich did it, and a lot of people go down this road, but they generally focus on the famous people. You didn't do that. You would like it to go to the guy next door who did well. And you've told me stories about going to conventions and like, you know, showing up in jeans and a jet or whatever. So tell me what the common thread was, if there is one, um, or maybe more than one, that connects all these dots and all the, all the success here. These people, you call it what you will, call it grit, call it persistence, call it toughness. Um, every single one of them have something in them that continues to drive every day. Um, one of one of the first chapter in there is is about Pat McKee. Yeah. And one of the things that just stuck with me, um, everybody, well, most people here um, remember the the housing, the great housing crash of 2000. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and he said, there I was, you know, I decided I, I left my prior career and in, in a very cushy, very comfortable corporate mm -hmm. life to go yeah. build homes. And, you know, I've, I've got a decision to make and uh, I decided I'm just going to go out and build another home. Yeah. And it's that mentality with every single one of these people says, you know what? I'm, we're going to face challenges 
out there. Every mm -hmm. There's going to be something new. Maybe it's a personal challenge. Maybe it's a health challenge. Um, but every single one of them um, are going to face that challenge just like they do, you know, do anything else, you know, short term. I'm going to keep fighting. You know, if yeah. your car gets stuck in the mud, you might have to get out of your car and push it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Resilience and grits is a big one. I was just on a call with another entrepreneur and does very well in his business and, you know, just shy of 50 million. And he told me that every time he has a setback and he always keeps going like these guys do, he'd always come back higher. And every time it's had many of them, like all of us, we all have setbacks in our life. But no matter what it was, when he came out of it, he always was better than when he started it. And my question to him was, well, okay, so you've learned that lesson. But what about the very first time it happened? He was in the ICU, 50-50 uh, chance of survival, you know, working his phone to save his business. And like, where did that come from? Is it nature or nurture? And, you know, he, he didn't have a clear answer. I think you might. So is it is it something you're you're born with or can you learn this? I, I think it's certainly learnable. Um, and yeah, I, I, I think there might be a bit of nature involved, um, but certainly nurture. But I can tell you, you know, one of the things about it and one of the reasons these seven folks are, are in there is um, not that, you know, I just randomly met them, but I talk to these folks, I know them and they become mentors. And mm -hmm. so, you know, you, you learn how to resolve some of these challenges, uh, challenges by having mentors. Yeah. Um, and, you know, whether it's starting a business or growing your business and scaling your business or promoting through your organization where you're at and growing um, mm -hmm. as an employee and, and working your way up the ladder, you know, having mentors is essential. In fact, I, um, that's that's one of the topics we talk about. It's yeah. absolutely essential in growing um, for, for young professionals in particular. How else do you meet people? How else do you learn about this? Mm -hmm. You've got to have to you know, forego the, the, what is it? The fantasy football meeting or the Netflix yeah. night or whatever it is yeah. and, and do something uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. You might have to go to this networking event and deal with a bunch of old people like me, you know, and, you know, <laughs> and, and, you That's know, funny. you know, have, have a drink or two, or, you know, go to the game with this networking group, but, you mm -hmm. know, meeting and networking um, is, is essential. And, Unfortunately, the last two and a half years, three years, Doug, has done us no tough. good. It's been very yeah. tough. Um, I love the thing of mentors. I've had several in my life. Some of them know they were my mentor. Some of them even know it. You know, I'm following them and getting advice for them. Um, what about you? I mean, you've got this great book. You've entered hundreds of guys at this level. How did you select your mentor or mentors? What did you, what kind of give a process for that? I there's no official process for me. Um, in my early career, there was an official mentor I was given. Uh, we really didn't like each other too much. And it was probably because we there's a lot of similarities. Yeah. Um, and I, I remember the first thing he told me is that, you know, you're the CEO of your own life. It doesn't matter if you want to stay here and, and work your way up, but you're the CEO of your own life. And you need to understand, Brady, ask yourself this, like, what do you want from every single year? Like, what do you, you're in this role. Are you? Is this a job, or are you looking to grow and, and learn some skill sets? Yeah. Where do you want to be? What skill sets are you missing? Mm -hmm. How do you achieve those? How are you going to get them out of this job? What's mm -hmm. the next job going to be? So, you know, yeah. thank you for that. And so that was my first one. And others along the way have been 
folks that I've met in industry or yeah. even clients. And like I said, a lot of them don't even know their mentors, but yeah. they offer advice. Um, Doug, you and I, even before this call, you know, we're talking about different softwares. I, I yeah. learn every day and, and my life is improved just about yeah. every week and speaking to people. I think I think I'm the same way because, you know, my uh, my business partner and wife, as you know, Jen, we, every time we complete a book, we're like, oh, my gosh, we just learned a ton because we, you know, obviously work on editing or writing or proofing, whatever it is. And man, it's it's so I, mean, I think we've gotten a couple of different MBAs here. We've learned so much from mergers and acquisitions and and from you all. So I think that official mentorship is certainly valid, but the informal stuff has its place, too. Yeah. You know? Um, you had the official one that you didn't really, you know, maybe there's a little bit of a disconnect there. So after that, were all the people in your life sort of an ad hoc as it comes as it goes, like learning something piece, or was there a formal one after that? Yeah, there's there's currently no formal one other mm -hmm. than, you know, um, well, you don't know. That's what I'm saying. Um, there there are groups. Um, right. I, won't, I won't name name names right now, but there are groups where CEOs can get together yeah. and learn best practices and, and just talk about how are you facing this challenge yeah. or whatnot. Uh, CFOs, um, same right. thing. Um, one of the groups I'm a part of is, is EOS and you can right. talk to um, other visionaries and other mm -hmm. integrators and right. talk about things that they're facing. Right. Um, so yeah, there's groups out there. Um, you can find them on, you know, you just, just do a, a Google search or a, a LinkedIn search on groups. And then, yeah. um, also, uh, you know, um, we'll got to be careful on other social media, but there's other yeah. groups you can find. I, I would, I'm in my world. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've had my share of, you know, you know, what did I just pay for? And versus the ones that are like, oh, that was really valuable. Um, and I think there's something you said for just getting a referral on that. Like you mentioned, you know, EOS or Vistage or something where it's like, you know, it's it's good. I just um, I was just on the call with my my current mentor. I, I go through every couple of years. I have different things I know I want to learn and I might shift. Um, and yeah, it's, there's paid and unpaid. They both have their place. And in my world, even the unpaid ones are going to get paid somehow, either by referral or doing something. Um, so in, in your, in your experience, you, as you're working with these guys, you interviewed hundreds of people. Um, obviously grit is a, is a common thread there. Um, what about any of the ones with their specific challenges? Was there a specific thing you learned about how? They were able to overcome any of those challenges other than, other than grit. Yeah, I mean, it's it's funny what you find, especially with a lot of like president, CEO, founder type mm -hmm. people is a lot of times getting and, and they find this through hard ways and sometimes through easy ways is getting out of their own way sometimes is the best next step to scale. And the, the truly successful or the truly humble are the ones that can understand where they can bring the value mm -hmm. and, and sometimes they need to just let go of some of those things and you know one one of them um is uh nathan nathan sweat here yeah and um you know the the awakening for him is he found out that he had cancer yeah and understanding that he had to let go of certain things and understanding what what was really you know, to talk about working yourself out of a job, like, you know, making preparations on potentially not being right. 
Yeah. And I've known Nate before this happened and, uh-huh. and he and I have professionally grown together. Yeah. Um, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. Um, yeah. And, you know, and all the way to him ringing the bell um, for his, his last cancer treatment and, and officially being in remission. Right. Um, and, um, you know, learning, learning that lesson on what, what you're really necessary for. Yeah. Even things as, you know, simple as signing checks. Doug, what can happen? You know, think about it. If you're in a hospital. So I, I just remembered uh, we had, yeah. we just had Super Bowl weekend, right? Well, last Super Bowl weekend, I was in the hospital and uh, my wife was handling a lot of stuff for me. Well, what happens mm-hmm. if you're incapacitated? You know, is there a plan in place? Mm-hmm. Who's gonna, even things like who's going to sign the checks, who can transfer money, uh, yep. where where you receive deposits, all of these things that are very administrative in nature. Have you figured out a way to work yourself out of a job? And yeah. what the, I, I, it still echoes to me uh, today is my professor, Brooke Holtzen, and uh, in college, he was uh, he was originally one of the, the original founder owners of the Houston Wrestling Federation. That goes way back. That okay. goes way, it was way before WWF and WWE. Right. Yeah. Um, and he said, you know, a good manager is uh, going to be somebody that works themselves out of a job and makes himself wow. um, dispensable, not indispensable. Yeah. Uh-huh. So Interesting. So as you've grown your company and seen others grow, there's always these, uh, you know, plateaus and spikes and stuff. And one of the things seeing with a lot of our, our customers and clients and friends is there's these there's this wall at a certain point where you've gone from founder status like you mentioned, the CEO status, and all the skills that you had to grow or, or start are no longer that relevant to management or that next level. So, you know, the question is like, okay, so how do you determine that point? And how do you turn over the, the real reins? Not the, obviously, you know, going from a solopreneur to having a staff of five or 10, you can delegate things. But at some point, you got to fire yourself as a founder and bring somebody in maybe. Yeah. And, and I think it, it is an analysis on, you know, where you want to be understanding mm-hmm. your own personal mission, your professional mm-hmm. mission, as well as your, your company's mission. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's stopping you from getting there? Well, yeah. X, Y, or Z. Well, maybe it's me. Um, yeah. I didn't mean to rhyme, but, um, and, and it's, it's, it's having that assessment for, you know, for me, it, it's understanding, um, how, how I can have a better quality of life and not work 80 hours a week right. and, and right. understanding what I can, what hats I can take off and give to other people. Yeah. Do those people exist to give the hat to? Um, so yeah. in, in, in EOS, we call them people and you got seats. So you have right people, right seats. Right. Um, so if you got right people, are they in the right seat? And do seats exist that we don't have people for? So yeah. it's it's part of that analysis of, you know, it's all understanding where you are and where you want to be and how yeah. to get. Okay. So that's good for the internal dialogue. We're looking at your own company. That's wonderful. One of the things that's come up talking to people like yourself is we sometimes use the words interchangeably, and I'm not sure we should, of growth and scale. So in your opinion, what's the difference or is there one? Oh yeah, there's there's certainly a difference because you can grow and not scale. Um, you can grow and just work more hours. You can grow and just throw more bodies at it. And is that really scalable? 
-hmm. you know, if, if you're looking to ultimately maintain or improve profitability, mm -hmm. that means you're going to have to change something, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the definition of insanity is uh, repeat the same behavior, but expect a different outcome. Well, that's one of the definitions mm -hmm. of insanity. Yeah. Um, but just to re repeat the same behavior, that's growth. And you can continue to grow by repeating the same behavior. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that um, until every single person is going to reach a saturation point. Though. Right. Right. And, you know, there's a the whole quality of life thing and, mm -hmm. you know, like staying married and it is Valentine's Day. <laughs> so that's right. Good things. Yeah. If you're single, it's OK. Just keep working harder. Um Regarding um, your company, I'm, I'm always curious about that because I'm, I'm looking at the future here, Brady, and this is a, it applies to every business right now, right? This whole AI, chat GPT, things happening where there's this scaling of using, world out there. using tools to make our jobs easier. And it is. Um, at a certain point, I was talking to a, um, a tech guy just a couple of days ago, and we're talking about this thing, you know, you can type stuff in there and it goes to the internet and makes whatever you want out of it. It's, it's using existing data and creating something new. So it's, it's kind of cute. But said, Doug, no, I just read, I don't mean to interrupt you. I just yeah, read right. uh, last night that uh, chat GPT was used to render a legal decision. Yeah. I read that one. Yeah. Yeah. Legal decision. It's gotten an MBA already. This, this, this fucking <laughs> thing. Um, I but the thing that, the thing that I want to get your opinion on is, okay, so it's a tool. And you and I in our industries, we can both use it. But my friend said, oh, this summer, when they come out with version 2.0, get this. It'll be not twice as good, not 10 times as good. It's going to increase its power 10,000-fold. That's unbelievable. This year. But So, you know, I'm asking you as a, you know, geez, you know, how do we get in front of that and make sure, you know, it doesn't take over and, you know, hey, I don't need your consulting service. I can just push a button and fix everything. Um, you know, that, that's interesting. At the end of the day, um, I think it may be true for, for some, yeah. uh, some, some job titles and, and right. whatnot. At the end of the day, do you, um, at least for me and my business, it's about relationships. Bingo. Thank you. And you're, you can never outsource a relationship. It's, it's very difficult to do that. Um, not, not in this century, hopefully, but maybe when the, you know, the Japanese sex dolls get really good and sentient, then it might be oh yeah. you know, but um, yeah. So that's a good point though. That's one thing. That's the same thing Jen said about our, our writing, you know, we're, we're ghostwriting and publishing books. I'm like, well, you know, you have CEO, have some, have some chat GPT, write your book as no soul. No emotion, you know, his own personal perspective is hard to have a, a robot write that right now. Um, but yeah, relationships is the best, better answer because yeah, I'm not going to outsource, you know, shaking someone's hand, right? Hopefully not. You know, and, and I, I think it's going to be common to institute a lot of AI and yeah, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, chat or, or, or mm -hmm. whatnot, there's the other right. one. Uh, what is the other one? Um, not chat GPT, but there's another one. I so there's a bunch of them now. I was looking at this morning. There's Jasper. There's a, you know, open, there's a bunch of them coming out. It's, it's and, and a lot of source yeah. and you got to be put in a queue to be able to, to get the, the you know, the updated yeah. version. Right. Um, you, you know, these are tools in the toolbox. It's just like, right. you know, does, does a real estate agent um, replace an attorney 
Well, real estate agents can do certain things that yeah. normally would take an attorney, but you know, you still need specialized people. You still need the relationships. You right. still need um, the, the people to help you do things. And so, mm -hmm. yeah. 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 We'll treat as a tool. Just got to make sure we, we use the tool. Don't let the tool use us. I think. That's right. Um, That's right. Or else, uh, or else we can go to our, our little pods to power the matrix uh, sooner rather than later. <laughs> I was talking. I was talking to the uh, the uh, um, uh, chief data scientist over at Intel last year, and it's a brilliant guy, right? He's got his own nonprofit and stuff. I'm like, okay, and he's talking about the whole AI robotics thing, and I'm like, Melvin, I'm I'm really I'm concerned. You know, I'm I'm I love science fiction movies, and I've seen the Terminator. I know what's going to happen with all this stuff. You know, it's going to get really smart, super smart, sentient, and then like, what do I need you for? He laughed, of course. He's more positive than I about this. But he gave some amazing statistics because every time there's a technology shift, a big one like this, you know, internet, mobile phone, AI, people, you know, get excited or they freak out, right? Oh, I can't make, I can't make vinyl records anymore. Boo-hoo, I'm going to make CDs. Or now I don't make CDs, just download it, right? We've seen these things. And he said, you know, right now in, um, in his world of, uh, I think it was, he's talking about... Uh, machine learning and, and AI and robotics, specifically that like common platter. He said, there are 200,000 jobs that we can't fill right now. Not because, because we don't even know how to write the job description. It's like so raw out there. And like just getting somebody to understand how I could turn my hand like that for biomechanicals. How could I transmute this muscle to a robot and do that? It's like takes 10 people and, you know, a lot of things. So there's always the, the rebirth of, you know, someone's got to run the machine and something new will come from it. So that's, that's my take on, you know, not being negative about AI, of course, saying, okay, how can we use it properly? And in our friend Mohan, I mean, he's similar, right? It's, it's less yeah. fear than understanding that it's, right. it's, is it, is it robotics so much as cobotics and these, you know, they're here to help us. So, right. Yeah. Until they want to kill us. <laughs> Until they want to kill us. <laughs> Which, Maybe maybe hopefully that'd be a lot after I'm gone. But anyway, um, listen, I want to talk about your book for, rather than later. Though. Yeah, your your book for a second. So I just I just love this thing. It's you know beautiful beautiful book, of course. Um, what was it about this topic that got you enthused? I'm mean, here. You are doing consulting for for customers in the uh, you know finance and um, uh, you know world taxes. Um, this is kind of a little bit not having to do with what you do as a business. Yeah. And, and I think it's this is um, I still make time um, every week to mm -hmm. and, you know, every uh, every day that I'm in town to yeah. take my uh, it's it's only one kid left going to school, take my kid to school. And, you know, we're we're watching the kids cross the street and yeah. you're seeing all of these hopes and dreams. Mm. And these hopes and dreams are some of them are encouraged, but most yeah. are dashed upon the shoals of what, um, let's face it, you know, parent family issues, um, yeah. life, um, our education system, right. Um, you know, and, and I don't mean to speak ill of, of our education system or our educators. I come from a family of, of teachers, right. and principals, and mm -hmm. my mother was a teacher for almost 25 years. And sure. my grandmother was a principal and an educator. So, so nothing that it's just our system in general is designed to elevate these really shiny um, 
opportunities like, hey, here's Elon Musk. And one day, yeah. if you work hard enough, you can work for him. <laughs> and, and I'm here to tell you that there are millions of people in the United States yeah. that, that are doing jobs. They're running plumbing businesses. They're running yeah. construction companies. They're running software companies mm -hmm. that they've started themselves or taken over and improved. Right. Um, there's opportunities out there. There's people running franchises mm -hmm. uh, that have excellent opportunities. And, you know, my 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 uh, goal ultimately is to educate, yeah. evangelize and hopefully motivate some folks um, as well as just tell some stories of some badass people that I know and yeah. I've met. Love it. Love it. That's great. Um, all right. That's great today. I appreciate you. Any words of wisdom for our last uh Last talk, um, thoughts about this book or anything you want to share? You know, I would say um, as I, I come from the South and, and my grandpa had a lot of sayings, you stick around, you're going to learn a lot about my grandpa. But if you're feeling froggy, jump. You know, if, if you're at all curious as to what other like, mm -hmm. normal millionaires are out there, pick up the book and read it yeah. and learn about some of these folks. You're going to see some of these people were cubicle warriors just like you. And they're in the office and they're killing it and they're really good at their jobs. Right. Um, but they're missing that element. Mm -hmm. um, as humans, we're designed to be industrious, but we're also designed to be creative. So, you know, mm -hmm. if if you're not feeling that need met, you know, you've, you've got to scratch that itch. Yeah. So, you know, you can see what these people have done. You can reach out to them. You can reach out to me. Mm -hmm. um, would love to answer any questions you may have. Yeah. The uh, the book link will be down in the show notes here. So go below here. You can click on the Amazon link. And of course, if you want to talk with Brady, your uh, contact information is there as well. So thank you very much. Great having you on the show today. It was exciting. Thanks so much, Doug. You bet. And that concludes another episode of the Author Brand Show with our host, me, and our guest, Brady Bryant. Uh, get that book. It's a really good one. Um, great stories in it. It's not a difficult read. Take about four hours or so or three if you're a fast reader and uh, great information. So uh, great having you on today. Great. Appreciate you. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye bye.